This DFS Picks Week 11 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner at picks Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer? dong strapped to my own fantasy every day, Sean. <laughs> yes, we are locked in. Uh, we are talking. Did I say DFS picks uh, week 11? I may have messed. That I think up you might have said Well, we are not. We are not that far in the future. We are talking NFL DFS picks week 10. Uh, shout out to us though. We did have I had the uh, Mooney Fields. I think you had Fields as well. Uh, the winner, Ryan, and we'll get to that as we break down the winner. It's always kind of fun to take a look at the who who brought home, who became a millionaire because of Justin Fields' fantasy. <laughs> Didn't go far enough as far as double stacking with the bring back on Tyree Kill. We haven't had the conversation. Like, no, I know that's what's so annoying. Is it still the way to play? Oh, I was I was I was too much of a pussy to pull the trigger with Justin Fields. No, we, well, at least we both had Justin Fields. Uh, Mooney was in there. I was, you know, I had given up on Cole Komet. Uh, please forgive me, Cole Komet. I did not no, think you'd be getting two touchdowns. What he he hasn't had uh, a game yet with 50 receiving yards. So uh, maybe a little outlier there with the touchdown. But they are playing the Detroit Lions. I'm still scared overall of division games. And we keep seeing this every. Uh, I w- we should go back and do a deeper dive, but these non-conference games are really where the points are scored. It seems for a season that's been, I think, like something crazy, like sixty-two percent on the under. They, I think, the non-conference ones have been the ones to look to play the over. And uh, I'm, I think uh, you're bleeding into my process because I don't think I have a ton of divisional players, if any, this week. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Let's talk. Daily fantasy. But hey, what about the fantasy of betting a hundred dollars for free? That fantasy can come true if you go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Bet big, win bigger with win bet. They got it all the same game parlay, aka building your own bet. Look at that thing go. Putting together a monster same game parlay. Of course, whoever hits the biggest. Uh, parlay with the longest odds. You get a thousand dollar free bet from WinBet. Of course, any parlays you throw in that, you can spin the parlay wheel. Maybe get an odds boost. Maybe get a sweet prize. They just they just figure out how to take care of you over at uh, WinBet. Also, uh, they have a uh, you can connect your Win rewards. So if I, if you're uh, if your guy who plays a lot on WinBet and you should be. Yo, tie in those rewards. Get some uh, free stays. 
free meals over at the beautiful win in Las Vegas. Bet big, win bigger with win bet. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. Shout out to the chat. Uh, James S saying, I know you guys are in Arkansas plus the points, even with the status of the quarterback. Yeah, I'm I'm all in on Arkansas. Uh, we'll wait to find the best number. It seems like I don't know where the lines moving. Seems like uh, this is just an auto letdown LSU fade spot for me. Per our uh, company happy hour, oh, seems yeah. like a very contrarian take to have LSU. So, amongst the sharps, that is. No, I mean we're on. I'm on Arkansas. You are as well, right? Yeah. No, I mean okay. they, I think Arkansas and Seattle are two games. I'm still not figuring out the number. Yeah. Uh Terrell Furman in the chat chat. Terrell, as he's pointing out, he said, I'm winning a million dollars this weekend. Feel free in the chat to toss in who is your stack? What do you like? Former, well, l- let's recap. And I love the confidence. And not to to take go back in the time machine, but former uh DFS companion and friend of the program, mm-hmm. uh Steve McFadden. Okay. He was always someone who thought confidence and, and winning posture was important to win. He, he used to do this thing when we were playing blackjack or pie gal, where he'd sit up and look like he won every hand because the dealer was going to make a mistake. So I love Terrell coming to the coming to the show with winning <laughs> posture, saying he's going to win. All right, let's review last week, right? Justin Fields. Yes. Justin Fields. Forty five and chains. All right. So the, the, this is what really hurt me. Joe Mixon was in the rotation of four running backs. I was rolling out this week in all my like my cash stuff and even tournaments. And guess who I left on the on the table floor a lot more than I should have. I'm Joe gonna guess Joe Mixon. Mixon. Yeah, no, Joe Mixon. Uh, in hindsight, it was he was like ready. Hey, he was a like of, a juicy zit, just ready to pop and what a lot of twenty five dollar double here. ups. Jesus. <laughs> 58 points. I mean, that's a, that's a once a season type of deal. That's the stuff you remember. Like Sean Alexander scoring four touchdowns. Uh, that was five. Pre- that's crazy. That was pre DFS too. Um, Ramondre an, another, he was like the, the, the chalk play. He only he had was 16. Probably, yeah. He was probably not a good play for, I mean, which it, it sucks that like, how does he still get there then? It doesn't make sense. Um, 30 for Hill, Kirk 21, Mooney, like you mentioned, 17, Comet 22. I mean, it's not even the craziest, like, efficient double stack. You got you got 40 from your receivers in the double stack. Yeah. It, it, it I mean, it, it still comes down to fields getting 45, or, or that's that's but at Walker 30, he was a guy I wasn't on enough last week, and uh, he was the guy I faded last week, actually. And uh, New England defense. That was the one getting the Ramondre New England stack that you <laughs> talked us off of on the pregame show. Did I? Yeah, because you didn't want to spend up for it. I think we adjusted oh, for a, a defense. Yeah, and you know they end up scoring twenty six points. The obvious, even there. Like I guess 10% just in general, I, I'm still a guy who punts on defense. No, of course, part. but it, in that case, it, it you know I'm just reminding <laughs> you case, I was it is right. My fault. Well, hey. in that case, you did say we shouldn't play it, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the W, and you're gonna take the L. I did say you should take uh, Darnell yeah. Mooney. Well, th- and this is what happens, right? You start remembering all your wins, so I just have to point out a couple from time yeah, to time. I, all right, I have a selective memory. No guest. Do you want to go first, or should sure. I? Sure. Uh, well, uh, Terrell says Patrick Mahomes ah. stack this week, which is pretty <laughs> interesting to me. Uh, do you just go chalky Juju and Kelsey, and then look to go? Contrarian elsewhere? No, I'm. So I have a Mahomes lineup. I would uh, single stack with a double bring back. Okay, because I 
I have some KC and Jags players. Yeah. I have a game stack. We'll get to that. Got to have that game. That game's going to be involved, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll kick it off. And again, maybe I'm crazy, but am I just so crazy? It might work. Give me Kenny Pickett at home against this New Orleans defense. He's only fifty one hundred dollars. Uh, we forget that Kenny Pickett has a little bit of rushing upside. We forget that Kenny Pickett had a game where he had two rushing touchdowns. And I think with no Chase Claypool, it, it's very obvious what the where the targets are going to funnel, a la George Pickens. Not to steal, uh, not to tip my hand here, but it's going to be a lot of stuff to George Pickens. And we've seen the running game really struggle. I think if you're Mike Tomlin, Matt, even Matt Canada, you're thinking, how do we get Kenny Pickett on the move? That's what they're working on in this bye week Get him on the move, get him running, yeah. maybe even some designed runs, some, uh, some sneaks inside the goal line. I think the 5,100 bucks. And then I can go chalky high spending on the rest of the players. I, yeah, I would, I think volumes there too. I think this game could be sneaky in pace. Um, I mean, I, there, there's a lot to like with this game, honestly. Like I, when you asked me this morning, who, who, who like guess who I'm going to go with my quarterback, I actually said Dalton first. Cause I do think this game is interesting. And I think that this game is another game I'm, I'm going to want to get involved with. Okay. So before we started, Sean, I said, I had a Trevor Lawrence lineup. Um, great point by Trail to say Patrick Mahomes. Love this game from a stack perspective. But then I realized I made this other banger of a lineup, and it's going to be <laughs> way, way less, way more unpopular. Coming off the bye, mm. the Lord Himself, Russell Wilson. Oh my God. If you're ever going to get something from them, it's against this secondary, this Tennessee defense. They are beatable down the field. He's been, I mean, he's, he's vain as fuck. So he has to hear all the shit at this point, people talking about him as much as it's easy for me to tell you, Trevor Lawrence is a great play coming back from Kansas city. Let's get really weird here. Russell Wilson, Sean. You're gonna love this line. Terrell in the chat just says Ryan. <laughs> Russell Wilson, fifty nine hundred. Okay. I don't project a lot of ownership on him. I really? Think, Why? I, I think people. Th I think I think he sucks. <laughs> I think people think this game is gonna be slower. Yeah. Uh, they they gotta go at some point. They gotta they gotta go. And this feels like uh, unfortunately the KJ Hamler midweek injury uh, uh, report edition. Well, it, it changed, caused me to have to pivot the, the narrative. I a little am playing here. one player on the Broncos. Uh, we'll get to him later on in my lineup, but I, I think there could be a little bit of value in some of these. Uh, Ryan, we also have a, ch a question in the chat. Maddie uh, wants to know he traded Pitts and Pierce for Andrews. Oh. Is that a W? I mean, I, I mean, guess the fact that you're getting anything for Kyle Pitts and Alec Pierce, I think, is a huge W. I now, think I don't, Damian Pierce or Alec Pierce? I don't know. If it's Damian Pierce, you you like it still? Um, well, I don't know. I I haven't checked up on Andrew's injury uh, because they're on buy. So I, I he'll be bad. It sounds like he'll be fun. He'll be good after the buy. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. Again, a lot of that you have to uh, uh, <laughs> you have to kind of figure it out. Uh, I love Kyle in the chat. Uh, big Vikings fans. He's also been really pushing the Perk Cousins uh, nickname, which I think could be his rap name. Little, uh, you know, Big P, Perk Cousins, sipping on that drink. <laughs> you know, I considered. Is Ryan, it because he takes Percocets? Well, yeah, that's like a rapper thing to okay. do. 
So they call him Perk Cousins. But I, yeah, I just feel like the way that he's acting, like that's not the right drug association. <laughs> no, it's probably like uh, Adderall. <laughs> isn't it like just like isn't he just drinking scissor? Isn't that yeah, the character? But I, think, I think you have some perks Percocets mixed in there. Oh, you crush that well, and throw I, it in there now? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a coding. I mean, who? Who? Every every kid's a fucking chef now. Who's got the time? <laughs> seems count. It seems counter. Uh, Perk yeah. Cousins is fire. All right. <laughs> Ryan, it is Damian Pierce. So do you Pitts and Damian Pierce for for Andrews? Who who wins that one? Well, again, it dep- I mean, the obvious question is depends how you're doing on running you, back. You probably I like Alec. I like Damian Pierce, but no. again, he doesn't do much for you in PPR. He's banged up now. That offense is shitty. If it's full point PPR, I think Andrews is the win. Anytime you get the single player, you it's an implicit win. Yeah. All right, for me. Speaking of the Texans team, their rush defense is horrible. Non-conference road spot. Giants coming off a bye. I'm sure he's going to catch massive ownership. But again, when you have Kenny Pickett, you don't have to worry about your ownership. I'm going Saquon Barkley, 8600. Whoa, yeah, pretty pretty obvious play this week, right? Yeah, I I do wonder. I mean, he. I have to imagine the all the running backs, uh, the pricier running backs, are going to catch some ownership. Uh, Barkley so fucking so obvious this week against Houston, but I, I would say I mean looking at some of these other running backs, Nick Chubb I, I would be suspect against because Miami has randomly popped in the um, rush defense. Josh Jacobs, who knows now uh, with the Colts, Shaq Leonard's out. He might be an interesting play, seventy six hundred. Jonathan Taylor, he's not on the injury report. I mean, is he an interesting play at seventy five hundred, Ryan? Cause I mean, what else are you going to do? You have an O lineman head coach who doesn't know shit about how to call plays. Is it your first instinct I, just to I give say, Jonathan Taylor 30 carries, I'm, I'm but the other side would be your season's totally fucked. The owner might say, Hey, don't get Jonathan Taylor injured again. Hey, we traded for Zach Moss to run him into the ground so we yeah. can save Jonathan Taylor. I certainly think Mac Hollins and Jonathan Taylor fit nicely together in a game stack. If you want to get really weird. Um, Forty-two plus seventy-five. You're, you're spending almost twelve thousand, but you're getting a stud running back who's not. You talking about Matt Collins? But yeah, that's what I just yeah. said. That's who you stack him <laughs> with. All right. Uh, so another pricey running back. I didn't have the salary for Saquon, and this lineup just again makes way too much sense. I don't think he. I think Barkley's going to crush him in ownership this week because Henry's going against a a a, a studly defense, or at least perceived to be studly defense. Not quite as good against the run, and they're remember, still, they're still Bradley, good, but not as. Bradley good Chubb was traded away. Uh, numbers still need to be updated with That's weeks of true. data. Derrick Henry, eighty three hundred, also coming off a mm. game where he only got. Uh, this kind of blew me away because of how close they played that game, and Malik Willis didn't really pass, but Henry only got seventeen carries last week. Well, and and, and no targets. That that is the only thing that scared me off Henry. I test still scored twenty six points. <laughs> no, and he and he had a great game. I test or situationally, it was there were spots there in that game where it's like, why is Henry not getting the ball? Why is Derrick Henry on the sidelines? I'm wondering if there's some weird. You think he's hurt? Uh, I don't know if he's uh, maybe not quite hundred percent or some weird load management. But you're Mike Vrabel. It just felt like. Like there was a little galaxy branding going on, putting Hilliard in the game, and maybe anecdotally, but but create space by having. I was just trying. I couldn't figure out why Vrabel. I mean, I like to play. Otherwise, that was the thing that scared me off. For me, I'm doing a bring back one New Orleans player, and he is Alvin Kamara, coming off kind of a dud game uh, for him. 
otherwise he's been very involved in the uh, you know, in pass catching, getting involved in the running game. I, you know, and it just seems like him and Olave are a big part of that offense. I, I think he's going to, I think he's going to have a decent game. Even with TJ Watt back, the Steelers are allowing 18.3 fantasy points per game uh, to the running back position. Uh, let's see receptions. They're in the mix there as well. So yeah, I, I like Alvin Kamara a lot. I, I think you gotta be, and like one, of, I, I had over four and a half catches. He didn't get there. He only got three, but just uh, Andy Dalton got crushed. Like, why are you not giving him easy completions he, to Alvin Kamara? Yeah. And we, we were discussing real quick, uh, Denver actually 25th in line yard. So against the run, they do, they do struggle a little bit. Um, I also have Kamara and I think it's, we were talking about this before the show, but I, I, I got in my own, my own head. I, I kind of assumed Kamara would be a chalky play this week. I think he's a cash game guy as well, because mm. I, I think it's he's his floor is so high. He's going to get everything you said about the touches. I, who else is getting the ball in this game? They don't have a reliable target at tight end. They don't have a reliable second receiver after Olave. I kind of think Tomlin might do some things to make Olave uh, diff, uh, lives difficult. And I think Olave is going to be the more popular play. The more that I think about it, so I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, I was going back and forth. I'm 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 interested in this game, so I'll be stacking it. And the first leg of my game stack is Kamara. I, like Kamara was the first guy, the fir- first guy I thought of as just he's going to be his price is low, so maybe he catches a little ownership, but he just had such a down game. And when you look at that target workload over the uh, over the season, six nine it nine seems ten like an four, yeah, massive outlier. And uh, you call it what it was. It was just a weird game. Baltimore might be really good. You know, they got un- they're unlucky to be six and three. They have an easy schedule. So the Saints, while I don't love them uh, like as a team in this spot, I love Kamara to rack up the points in what I think might be more of a shootout than people are expecting. Uh, for me, my first receiver, a Juju Smith Schuster, only six thousand dollars. It's clear he's the guy behind Travis Kelsey. I mean, just watching that game against the Jags, Devonte Adams had plenty of room to run, some wide open opportunities, and it just seems like he has a real confidence in Juju. Now, maybe maybe you look next level and you and you dig deep for uh, like a Michael Hardman or maybe MVS. This is where he gets those deep shots and connects. I I'm looking for at this price point, some, some consistent value and a nice game from Juju. And you know, he had uh, 12 targets, 10 catches for 88. You know, he, I mean, you're almost surprised that he didn't get to a hundred and get that bonus. Didn't get that touchdown. I think maybe there's a little regression there as far as like maximum um, support. So, and kind of going, going, uh, going off uh, there for Juju. So Juju Smith Schuster, 6,000 still feels like a very generous price for him. Am I crazy Kramer? No, I, I also have him okay. uh, in the line. I was actually scrambling to see if I could adjust it in a, in a productive way. Um, stay tuned for that. No, I mean, I, I love, I love the play. I think, you know, he he's in my lineup. He, he's he's what the fuck is going on? He certainly <laughs> He certainly turn into youtube.com slash sports giving podcast. I don't need the fucking internet Ryan to go to war with the Apple TV telling me it's got no fucking it's got fucking internet. All right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, the reason you like Juju is you also, it also gives you a way to fade Kelsey. The, my worry, I I guess thinking out loud, this would be the worry. Mm. 
people just saw he had a huge game. He had his biggest game of the year. He he was a huge part of an offense where Mahomes dropped back the zillion times. And so I guess that's the counter argument, but I, I like it. I like that game as well. Well, again, I think when you play Pickens as your quarterback, you're you're creating a lineup that I think inherently is pretty unique because I can't imagine his ownership is going to be very high. Pickett. Yeah, oh, I keep calling him. I keep confusing Pickett and Pickens, but yeah. But I, I, I mean, I, that's an interesting conversation because we kind of we talked about it last week, but we scrolled down and found that cheap quarterback like. Like we used to back in the day, yeah. and and I I wonder what people will, will think of this game. I guess that's the part I can't evaluate. Is like, do people think this is going to be a shootout? Because I kind of do, and if you do, it's very easy to make a picket double. Mike Keynes or Carnes checking in on the YouTube LFG with the exclamation point. Uh, Kevin Bermudez saying McCaffrey Eckler stack. Uh, that's interesting. I I I don't know what to make of that game as For far Sunday as the night? Chargers. I mean, obviously McCaffrey should have a, an awesome game, um, but so I love the idea of going five one where you're bringing you back showdown. Th- I mean, that's what he's talking. I guess if you're talking about full yeah. slate, yeah. I mean, I, it's generally pretty negative EV to to stack running backs like that, but maybe those two are yeah, an the exception. showdown. Yeah, but in, in the showdown for sure, like I like them as the one bring back in a in a regular full slate. Yeah, I mean it. Those two running backs make sense even in a situation because they're both going to be huge target hogs. All right, I did. I I was able to scramble and get off of Juju, so you can stand on that island by yourself. Great, Juju Island. Juju Island. So who's your first receiver? And by the way, for what Call of Duty is a positive for Juju and the Chiefs. So (laughs) team bonding. Although they didn't just shows you it's all bullshit. Kyler's just not a great football player. (laughs) All right, so don't uh, ruin the bit, Ryan. I'm sorry. As uh, I adjust around, let's go to this first stack. And I think, you know, people are kind of getting on to Judy. Judy's been the better receiver of late. Uh, give me Cortland Sutton. We talked about this all off season. They have the chemistry again, coming off the bye, everything's going to be, be, be uh, centered and uh, going full. However, if, if Russ is going to do something, this is when he's going to do it. And he's going to do it with Sutton. Sutton's only 5,600. Again, a true alpha for only 5,600. Obvious stack here, but first leg of my double. I did double and I did bring it back. So I'm going single stack. I have the bring back with Kamara. My stack, of course, is George Pickens, who I've just um also have him. Dog. I I, I just he, the dude passes the eye test. Now he's coming off a goose egg game, but granted he went uh, against you know one of the best defenses in the league, the Philadelphia Eagles. This is you I don't need a handicap. You just got to go listen to the coaches. Wide receiver coach, got to get picking. Offensive coordinator, gotta get Pickens more. They all say head coach, gotta get Pickens more. And they traded Chase Claypool, so we we haven't even seen um, the ceiling target wise with uh, Pickens not in there, or sorry, with Claypool not in there, and what Pickens could have now. And you throw in the fact that they're all saying the squeaky wheel narrative, we got to get him taken care of, and he's only five thousand dollars. Is he a cash? Are you playing him in your cash lineup? I don't know. I always struggle with what's the cash and what's not. But high floor. I mean. He, I, I think he's to me. He's he's a high floor, high ceiling guy. Well, he's I, not. He can't be a high. I don't think he's a high floor guy because we're basing this mostly off things that people have said. Okay. Right. Like I think so. But at five thousand, he's intriguing because that's awfully cheap. And I and he's my he's my second receiver. I love the play. Stacked him with Kamara. Like I said, I want to be involved in this game. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to like after our conversation here. 
it does make me think Deontay Johnson might be forgotten about this weekend. Um, Fryermuth, I think, will be a little bit more popular. Maybe we'll get to him in a second, but uh, love Pickens here. Uh, true alpha. We should have a show out spot in, in a situation where hopefully he. D- Look, the Saints have played good defense from time to time. Hopefully they don't show up here and and, and this feels like a Kenny Pickett show out game, right? Mm. Pickett to Pickens wins you a million. That's not wouldn't, possible. Wouldn't be surprised. All right, so that I've given out two receivers now. Okay. So you're on receiver three. I'm on receiver three, and I'm going with Isaiah McKenzie at home, forty seven hundred against the Buffalo Bills. I just don't know if Case Keenum can take advantage of Gabe Davis. Obviously, Steph- no, he can't. What? I agree. He cannot take advantage <laughs> of Gabe Davis. No, right? Like, He's a decoy at this point. I no, I love this angle. No, like Gabe Davis is just going to run wind sprints. Um, Isaiah McKenzie is the clear number three. They've even done some gadget stuff with Isaiah McKenzie running the ball. So, if you're going to do some like jet sweeps, that kind of stuff, I think Isaiah McKenzie is the guy, and I think you're getting. Essentially, what I would have is like the Bills' second receiver at only forty seven hundred. I I just uh, I think it's a great spot for him. So yeah, give me Isaiah McKenzie. Got to evaluate playing that game too. I I think it's going to be a very between the weather report and just the fact that you're getting Case Keenum. I think it's going to be under under owned game. I can't imagine this catches a ton of ownership. So yeah, no. give me Isaiah McKenzie. And it has the possibility of being a game that scores some points. I mean, Minnesota can can. Draw people into a shootout, as can the Bills with Josh Allen. We don't know about Case Keenum and his footwork. Work. Are we still on that? Uh, f- you still been? Has he improved his footwork since being? So it's, a- st- it's still not great. I mean, I, well, people were talking about him like he was going to be MVP, and <laughs> and I was the only guy who I, and so I shit on Case Keenum that entire season. Yeah. Case and then, Keenum and Tua, and then he was highly unsustainable, and then we never heard from him again. He's back up. Are you league. suggesting Tua is on a similar path? I'm su- I'm su- I'm suggesting <laughs> to his success might be a fragile build, Ryan, mm. as they say in the DFS lineup. All right. All right. Requires DFS world. Requires Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle to be successful. All right. A wide receiver three for me. This is gonna kick off a game stack with Kansas City Jacksonville. Give me Zay Jones. Uh target volume been there. Hasn't exactly done a ton. Um, but you know. 18 targets over the last three games. I know 10 of those was, were against the giants. Uh, well, what was going on in that game? There were opportunities to attack the secondary, just like there will be here against the chiefs. Uh, lots of people in the Trevor Lawrence builds will tell you he has, he's been pretty good. He's been uh, a QB one in terms of EP, EPA fantasy points and a number of metrics. So if you put him in a game where they're going to score some points uh, or they're going to have opportunity to score some points, cause the Chiefs certainly will, uh, will draw them along and should have success against that defense. Love someone else other than Christian Kirk to get some targets. And it seems like Evan Ingram is pretty banged up uh, Zay Jones, professional receiver. And once uh, had a crazy fucking incident in a hotel where he was running around naked and bloody, <laughs> Forgot uh, about that. I, but you remember whatever, what Derek Carr kept saying about this dude, he was the best receiver on the Raiders last year. Uh, he's had some games. So um, he really, and he looked good against, against the giants. It was just kind of like 10 targets, only four catches. Uh, so Zay Jones, 4,400, a way to get into this game a little bit cheaper and a little bit different than Sean uh, with a Cause Christian Kirk and Juju will fit in the same stack that I'm giving up stack price that I'm giving out here. So Zay Jones, 4,400 wide receiver three. 
Okay. Moving over to my tight end. He's one of the few guys that I think you could say is having a good season on the Broncos offense. It's been limited uh, because he hasn't played the whole hmm. season, but give me Greg Dolch. No Fryermuth here. Yeah. No. And, and um, secretly the saints are one of the best teams they are. fantasy wise against the tight end. They did it against likely, even though he randomly, well, he was also fucking wide open and Lamar missed him. So that really could have broke some metrics there, but I like Dolchich here and and Dolchich is one of those guys. What's working with this Broncos offense? Not much except getting Craig Dolchich involved. And so uh, of course, chargers game, his first game two for 44, he breaks off that long touchdown first touchdown. then six for 51 uh, and now four for 87. So his, his receiving yards continue to go up. And um, how do you attack the Tennessee defense uh, over the middle? I like that stretching, uh, stretching the field, stretching the seam, two things that a, a speedy tight end can do. And KJ Hamler. Uh, it doesn't sound like he, if he does go, he's no, not going to be a hundred percent. Okay. So that makes me then who's going to be catching the ball over the middle of the field. It's gotta be Greg Dolchich and who's going to be throwing him the ball. Sean Russell Wilson. Let's go. He's you also have, Dolchich, he's my tight end. Yeah. Obviously um, if I'm going to play Russ Wilson, I got to correlate. You got to double the tight it up with Dolchich. I, uh, I noticed in the, um, in the Millie maker, you can't play. I feel like earlier in the year, they let you dabble with the, um, with the tight end or sorry with the six thirty games. But this no. slate doesn't include it. No, no, no. Yeah, the Millie Maker slate does not never include it. I though. thought it did for the Bills uh or, or for the Vikings. I don't know. I could have been crazy. Um, because I do like Kate Otten again. They would have to been pretty confident they were gonna fill it. Typically the Millie Maker doesn't fill until that's true. 30 too. Minutes yeah, because I was like uh, uh the Seahawks aren't great against the tight end. So if you're looking for a tight end and somehow Kate Otten's still available, I do like that. We should them. you know what? We should fuck around with some full full slate because the, the 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 Niners Chargers game is an interesting fantasy wise. So maybe I'll fire off some okay. some lineups in that too. I mean, you know I'll be here grinding. <laughs> Even though the F one race isn't early, I'll I'll be here to watch NFL football. Uh, Ryan, all right for my flex, I'm going Travis Etienne Jr. I mean the matchup's great. To your point, Ryan, you said what Christian Kirk's a little banged up. No, no, no. I I I just said that Christian Kirk's going to be popular. I think he's going to be a oh, popular okay. play at 5900. Uh, Etienne still still. I mean, he, I have him in tons of lineups. Not this one. So he's still underpriced. He's mega chalky. But if you're giving a guy 30 touches a game. How can you not take him at seventy one hundred dollars? You almost don't even have to think of the efficiency, and it's against this KC defense, which struggles against the run. And I, even if the game gets out of hand, I still think they are going to have to give him the ball. Like he's he's one of their few playmakers. It's him, Christian Kirk. It was hard for me to, like, when when making a Lawrence lineup, it's it's my instincts are well, don't go ETN because that will be chalky. Go, go two of Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. It's just hard this week to want to do that. You know, ETN's getting the ball. Even if they're down, he's going to be involved in the screen game. All right. Uh, my flex. So we stacked new Orleans, Pittsburgh with George Pickens and Alvin Kamara. We have a Russ Sutton Dolchich bring back with Henry. And I told you we were going to stack the Jacksonville, Kansas City game, starting with Zay Jones. Well, the completion of that is Travis Kelsey at seventy eight hundred. Um, I consider Kelsey as well. I mean, <laughs> well, you went ju- so my original was Kirk and Juju. Yeah, I pivoted to which I like this one better actually. Zay and Travis Kelsey. Okay, yeah, that's fun. Once again, I don't I don't expect Kelsey to be super duper owned here, even though he's coming off a seventeen target game. 
He only scored 23 points in a 17 target game. That's almost underperformance. He's now 108, 98, 106 last three. No touchdowns, though. He has not scored a touchdown since his four TD game against the Raiders, where he somehow scored four touchdowns and only 33 fantasy points. All of this is to say, I feel like he's been underperforming. This is an opportunity. We've seen teams expose this Jaguars defense over the middle. Kelsey, this is a this is a smash spot, a- and I think the Juju performance last week will kind of bring some ownership his way. I don't expect a lot of. You think Mahomes doubles will be popular? They're awfully expensive. Kind of feel like I need to fire mm. one of those off with Juju and Kelsey. But going two tight ends this week, Sean Kelsey and Dolchich. Twelve personnel, Ryan. You know I'm a fan. Yeah. All, All right. right. For my defense. Uh, this one I I kind of stumbled upon, but give me the Arizona Cardinals at the Rams, twenty seven hundred Rams or Cardinals are actually uh, six in uh, points per game uh, for the fan for defense. Uh, they they randomly have a couple sacks. I think they're in the mix for a, a, a touchdown. You know, I thought I, I and then we either have an injured Stafford. A cloudy Matt Stafford, or we have the Wolford, Wolford of, or Wofford. What's I, his name? Wolf, Wolford. Wolford. Wolford of Wall Street. Uh, either a cloudy Matt Stafford or Wolford of Wall Street. Um, How did you get a concussion in the middle of the week? I don't know. <laughs> and and Stafford coming off back to back games without an interception, you know he's due. I I think this Rams team turns oh, the ball over, and their their defensive their offensive line has really struggled, and I think this uh, this Cardinals defensive line. Might be able to get a little rush on them, so I, I like the Cards defense here, matchup wise. I, I can't really think too much about ownership of defense. Well, I, you're supposed to avoid chalk. I don't think the Cardinals will be chalky. Yeah, I mean, I imagine the Raiders are going to be chalky. Uh, maybe even the Vikings, if Case Keenum starts, I would imagine being chalky. I don't mind the Colts defense. Um, I don't know. Actually, you probably don't need to play that. It, it, the Cardinals are twenty seven hundred. They fit that nice spot of, you know, they are on the road, but still, I I think the price point makes. They a have lot a thirty two next to them. That's the biggest thing you have going against you. They're a little like the cheapest defense that has the green next to them. All right. Um, I had tw- James S saying, "What WTF?" As a Cards fan, you're crazy. Am I crazy? The Rams are one of the worst teams at scoring points in the league. They own the Cardinals, though. Yeah. But I mean, that's the that's, old Rams. As a Cardinals fan, that's what they're re- they're reacting to. Yeah, and James we are owned saying, by Sean McVay. What is the defense rank? Thirtieth. It doesn't really matter for like yards and stuff huh. like that. It matters. Can they create some turnovers? We played the Jets say? defense, cheapest defense against the Bills. Yeah. You you almost want to play defenses in higher scoring games. So, which brings up my question: I have twenty two hundred to spend, which means I can either go Vikings or Jags. I have a Jags game stack. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't play Jags defense if you have Kelsey. Is I've I have Kelsey and Zay Jones. Will the Vikings defense be popular going against a backup? I could see that. I don't know. I don't know. Then I'll go Vikings defense. Okay. I'm going against I, Keenum. Yeah, it's it's some I can talk my, you know, that that could materialize into some points yeah. pretty easily. All right, so Russell Wilson, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Zay Jones, Cortland Sutton, George Pickens, Greg Dolchitz, Travis Kelsey, and Vikings defense. I got you, Kenny Pickett, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Juju Smith-Schuster, George Pickens, 
Isaiah McKenzie, Greg Dolchich, Travis Etienne Jr., and the Cardinals defense. Uh, so do you, do you want to, do we have under any best ball updates? I feel like you typically like to do a little, little roster baiting, pointing oh. out your, uh, your, well, I mean, all the, uh, all the Justin Fields lineups are coming back from the grave. <laughs> I think, uh, do you have enough time? What is it? We have three, four weeks until the first uh, advancement. So I have uh 22 entries total right now. Five are advancing. But I also have one, two, three, four that are in third place. So you got to get top two uh, to advance. So four being in third place and five advancing, I feel pretty good about where I'm at. Uh, shout out to Andrew Rob, who's who's like, what is he? Top how did, three, I wanna, how do you find that out? I think they released a list of the top 500. I don't oh. know how you sort it on Underdog, but how are you doing advance rate, Ryan? You want to do you want to do any roster oh, baiting? That's that's a pretty pri. I'm. Uh, I would say I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm. I'm certainly. I have some very strong lineups. It's interesting if you click through your lineups, though, Sean, because like some of my lineups that are are nearing 1,200 points also seem to be drawing dead based on injuries. Mm. But the lineups where I took Kenneth Walker, obviously doing well. Um, it looks like I'm I'm right around 20. percent But same thing as you, number of third places, fourth places, and you have those teams where you're starting to get stuff right late. Ooh, Ryan, we're in a uh, one of the leagues we're both in. You're in first place with 11.50. Uh, we got uh, Elijah Mark at 11.17, and I'm uh, right there hanging around at 11.04. I did a, did a quad stack with my quarterbacks, <laughs> Mahomes, Lawrence, Wilson. Uh, but I have Christian McCaffrey. I somehow drafted Zeke, mm. Elijah Mitchell, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Damian Pierce is in this one. This is the team where I only have four receivers, but they're Mike Evans, AJ Brown, Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper, Jarvis Landry, Zach Ertz, Robert Tunyon. That's the it's other very weird. The line. other big thing that I notice is the teams that truly have paths to success. You have to go fragile with the running backs and just get it right. Yeah, you have to go for four running backs, maybe five. But yeah, Although I mean, this uh, my 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 most successful uh, lineup right now is Josh Allen Brady, so we'll see with Josh Allen. Uh, but then oh. we got Damian mm. Pierce, Tyler Algier, Khalil Herbert, Jamal Williams. A lot of you just got to look at your ownership and see like where where am I gonna like to me like a lot of my quarterback stuff with Mariota and and some of these uh, golf like that that maybe has started to peak. But like I'm, I'm Rashad White and, and Michael Carter are two of my highest owned running backs. Those guys are starting to ascend. Um, so yeah, Khalil Herbert as well. Uh, I know you were on him a lot, and just like the the, the stuff like you know Kadarius Tony going from completely dead to maybe he does something, probably not. But DJ Moore got a lot of him. That's exciting. Garrett Wilson. I don't know. It seems like the the thing that I got most right was taking a lot of Zach Wilson and mega jet stacks. Mm. Like I, I have a lot of like Zach Wilson with four jets receivers, <laughs> and not Brees Hall. Never Brees Hall. Always Michael Carter. So. Yeah, no, I have some of those that are that are paying dividends. Hey, uh, we will be back later today, live on YouTube, uh, doing our NFL. Uh, props episode as youtube.com slash sports gaming podcast. Of course, head over to the merch store. Got a bunch of fun holiday gear up there. And of course, all our other sick ass merch. Use that promo code <laughs> Dallas sucks 10% off. Dong. Um, dong has got to be the next promo code. Um, yeah, and Ryan, uh, 
Pagani pointing out Elijah Moore being a huge pussy. He's on a lot of those teams. Unfortunately, I wasted stock on I, him. I but. still can't. We got to do a deeper dive and figure out what the fuck happened there because he was Zach Wilson's boy last year. How does that go so wrong? We'll get to that. And of course, the prop show coming up and then the pregame show, 9 a.m. Pacific. Brees on Hall, 1.8% of my teams. Mm. Michael Carter, 25%. <laughs> Suck it, world. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. Sean, let's get a Millie. Kramer, let it ride.